0: Hey everybody, this is John Fenn, Church Without Walls International, C W O W I.org. Encourage you to visit our website. We're a house church uh, network among many nations. All gathered together under the, the process of discipleship in the Lord, and we rotate homes and rotate who leads each week. Uh, we follow that biblical and historical pattern that 's how the body of Christ grew to saturate the Roman Empire in under three hundred years when they because they took turns as acts two forty six says going from house to house, and because they took turns leading as Paul indicated in first corinthians fourteen twenty six and elsewhere where participation was there. Uh, when they outgrew a house, because everybody was used to ro- rotating and leading, they just multiplied out and went to another house, and that those groups began rotating between houses and who led, and it went on until it saturated the Roman Empire. That's what we do, Church Without Walls International. <clears throat> if you go to cwowi.org, you can sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a, a weekly teaching it comes out on Fridays, U.S. time, my monthly e-newsletter. It's in those two things where I put notices and links to our Zoom meetings, web conferences, in-person conferences, and things of that nature. So um, anyway, about the discipleship process. <clears throat> Today, talking about they're both right. And this has to do with peace in the body of Christ. The days, if you'll recall back in December of 2019, the Lord appeared to me and he said, the days are coming and now are upon you where your where your faith will become precious to you. And I've been, contemplated that ever since. Uh, here we are all these many months later and realizing that um, people get bogged down in the trivia and they argue with one another, they unfriend one another, whether it be on social media or they just stop fellowshipping because a person differs on politics or the vaccine or whatever the case may be. People find an excuse for de- uh, for defellowshipping, unfellowshipping, and that is a condition of babyhood. Unless a person has an extreme moral failure, or or something of that nature the rest of it is just envy strife divisions and it's wood hay and stubble that paul told the corinthians in 1 corinthians chapter 3 uh, verses 1 through 15 that that stuff if you carried that wood hay st- and stubble that envy strife and divisions against your brother or sister into heaven you will be saved but it'll be like going through the fire because all that envy strife and divisions will be burned away in the judgment of the lord uh yet you will be saved so it's like deal with it now <clears throat> unless you've got a good reason uh to separate uh, and and politics and where you stand on the vaccine are not good reasons to to break fellowship. But there was a situation where uh you know practical things do come into play especially when it involves protecting one's life. And in those divisions you have to be careful of who you associate with and I'm talking about Paul and Barnabas. So I want to give you a little background here to show about how both of them were right in the stance that they took. And how the temporary, the parting of ways was only temporary. For later in life, Paul would talk about his fellowship with Barnabas, his ministry with Barnabas. He would talk about John Mark and bringing him for, he's profitable to the ministry. That's what he wrote to Timothy. And so we, we realized that there was a division between Barnabas and Paul, but it was not a lifelong division. It was only over one topic and they did not break fellowship. They did not break the friendship over it. They just went in different directions of ministry for a time being before coming together again as a team and uh, and uniting in ministry. Now, what we have here is Barnabas. Now, Barnabas is first mentioned in Acts 4.36, and Barnabas means son of consolation, some some uh, son of comfort. He is a bridge builder, and we see this characteristic, why the apostles named him son of comfort or son of, of consolation, because he's mentioned there in Acts 4.36, and in Acts 9.27, When Saul of Tarsus gets saved, all the apostles are afraid. They don't want to meet with with the future apostle Paul. But one man, Barnabas, takes him and introduces him to the apostles. Excuse me. So here we see Paul uh, being brought to the apostles by Barnabas, who knows of his ministry to the Gentiles, knows of his call to the Gentiles, knows that Paul is genuine. And while everybody else is afraid, Barnabas's gift to bring people together, he introduces Saul of Tarsus to the apostles. Says, "No, this is for real, guys. This is for real." <clears throat> Excuse me again. And so in Acts chapter 11 and verse 21, 22, we're told that when in Acts 8:1, we're told all the disciples left Jerusalem except for the apostles because the persecution was so severe. And then in Acts uh, 11 in verse 17, it says that when some of them left Jerusalem because of the persecution, they didn't only go to Judea and Samaria, like Acts 1 says. They went on to Cyprus and on to Antioch and started ministering to the Greeks. So this is the first time in mass that non-Jewish people are hearing the gospel. And so when it comes, it says in Acts 11:22, to the ears of the apostles in Jerusalem, who did they send to these new Greek believers but Barnabas? the bridge builder, the son of comfort, the son of consolation. And it says this, I love the way it's worded in verse 23 of Acts chapter 11. It says, when he came, he had seen the grace of God, was glad, exhorted them all that with purpose of heart, they would cling to the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And many people were added to the Lord. Now see, Barnabas is, you know, they were afraid that the Greek believers, they didn't know how the Jewish believers and the leadership in Jerusalem would take them. But they sent Barnabas, that bridge builder. And so the people were greatly comforted. That Barnabas encouraged them in the things of the Lord, and then it says in Acts eleven twenty five, then Barnabas left there to go to Tarsus to look up Saul, because he realized Saul, the future Apostle Paul, had a call to the Gentiles. So, so Barnabas, that bridge builder, brought Paul to Antioch, and it says there we were. He stayed for over a year teaching the people, and there we were first called Christians. And so we see this bridge building. <clears throat> now, who is Barnabas? Well, in in Acts eleven twenty five it says Barnabas and and Paul returned to Jerusalem, and they took as their assistant a man named John Mark. Now we're told in Colossians four ten that that Barnabas and John Mark are related. Uh, it is perhaps Barnabas was John Mark's uncle. At least they were cousins, but they were related. It's a little unclear in the Greek in in Acts four or Colossians four ten. So Barnabas is taking, let's say, his nephew John Mark with him to minister. But in Acts thirteen. And in verse 13, it said, uh, after a big turmoil and 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 everything that Paul and Barnabas went through, John Mark left them, deserted them in the middle of a trip. They were called to go out into ministry. And and it says in Acts 13, um, in verse 15, I think it is 13 through 15, that John Mark, in verse 13, John Mark departed from them and returned to Jerusalem. John Mark chickened out. and And so that hurt Paul and Barnabas as they're halfway into their trip and there's this turmoil. The first thing off, you know, they're being sent from the Lord in Acts 13, 1 through 5, 1 through 3, rah, fasting prayer, we send out Paul and Barnabas for the work wherein The Lord has called them. They take John Mark as their assistant. The first thing they do is they run into turmoil in Acts chapter 13, and John Mark says, I'm out of here. And he returns to Jerusalem. So, Sometime later, after Paul and Barnabas go up to Jerusalem in Acts 15, and they tell about the Gentiles getting saved and the Greeks and everything that they're doing, uh, the apostles say, we're going to send Paul and Barnabas out uh, again. And Paul says, let's go see the brethren to see how they're doing. And Barnabas says, let's take John Mark with us. And Paul says, no way, Barnabas, because he deserted us in the middle of our first trip Putting our lives in danger, making the hardship that much that much greater on an already difficult trip, and now you want to take John Mark again? He's only gonna chicken out on us at the first sign of hardship. And the contention it says in Acts chapter fifteen, and and uh, verse uh, thirty-seven through thirty-nine, the contention was so sharp that Paul and Barnabas split. That Barnabas took his nephew John Mark, Paul. Took Silas and they went on. Paul and Silas went on to Philippi, and so we see Paul and Silas hanging in the Philippian jail, singing songs at midnight, and being supernaturally freed. Paul and Barnabas went the other direction. Now, my point is both are right, uh, and and this is what happens in the body of Christ. There are silly things, there are stupid things. I, I know of a church split that split because the congregation voted to have a burgundy carpet and uh, excuse me a, a hunter green a dark green carpet and the other half of the congregation that wanted burgundy did not like it so they split the church because of the color of the carpet that's stupid and envy strife and divisions that's a valid reason um, in this situation paul and barnabas's lives were in danger paul had to be raised from the dead uh, he was stoned to death, he was executed, and uh, John Mark chickened out and everything that had happened and the, and the signs and everything that happened. Uh, and John Mark chickened out on this and left them, and Barnabas says, I want to take him again, let him prove himself. Barnabas is always that bridge builder, always seeking reconciliation, and that's where the difficulty comes in, because it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, and the way you handle things are differently. Somebody in that relationship is going to be a Barnabas, a bridge builder, has that pastor's heart to bring them along to give them yet another opportunity, but Paul was also right, saying that our lives could be in danger, and he chickened out once. Who knows if he's going to to uh to chicken out again. Both are right. The point is, if you examine the scripture later on, like when Paul wrote Timothy and said, Bring John Mark, he's he's useful to me to the ministry. And where Paul writes to the Corinthians about Barnabas and himself and, and the different things there where you see in life that Paul and Barnabas just split on this on this one issue, but they it did not ruin their friendship. This is my encouragement today to the body of Christ, and I was led to do this today. I had not planned this. Is just, Father, what do you want me to talk on? What do you want me to share today? And this just kept coming up about Paul and Barnabas, how both were right, but it did not end a friendship. They parted ways on one particular issue. But, but, but they came together again in ministry. You can write, find Barnabas' name in, to Corinth and John Mark, uh, to Timothy. And and it didn't ruin their friendship. Galatians chapter two, you know, Paul and, and Barnabas are together there in Galatia. I mean, it, it was just this one issue. Today in the church world, so much of the time, it's like if you disagree to disagree, then that means a, an end of the relationship. And that that's just immaturity. That's just babyhood. That's childishness. We need to put aside the differences, take the high road, whether it be politics, vaccine, or pre-trib, no-trib, untrib, whatever the case is, <laughs> lay these things apart. What we do in house church is this. We lay our differences at the door. When you come through that door into somebody's living room, you're celebrating Jesus. You're celebrating Christ in you, the hope of glory. We're celebrating who we have in common. And the rest of it, it doesn't care what the shape of the earth is. If you're pre-trib, mid-trib, no-trib, uh, for the vac, vaccine, against it, whatever the case is, it doesn't matter. What matters is Jesus. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you by the spirit of God that the time now is in the body of Christ, to focus on who we have in common, not what we have in difference and departing. And shame on anyone who has broken fellowship uh, with others because of differences of some of these trivial things that I just mentioned. Shame on you for doing that. You need to repent, have a change of heart, and mend fences. Folks, the times are coming in the body of Christ that are going to be more difficult. And you and you know, everything's gonna burn except people. People are eternal. As as we as we know and we can see in scripture. The people that you know now, you're going to know 500 years from now, a thousand years from now. So get it right now. Make it right now. Mend fences now and, and focus on Jesus. You can both be right. And, and there's no sign that neither Paul, that Paul or Barnabas apologized to one another. They were both right. John Mark was useful for the ministry, not only for Paul, but he went on to become Peter's assistant. And we have the gospel of Mark. Uh, from the lips of Peter as a result of John Mark helping Peter out, growing in maturity, going through the hardships that Peter went through as his assistant. And and we have that, but we also have Paul and Barnabas together in ministry as well. Both were right for this instance uh, and it did not end the friendship. So uh, blessings to you. Make peace as much as it lies within you, as Paul said. And um, I hope that's a blessing to you. All right. Bye-bye.